We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, this is Luka Doncic. Can he get it away in time on the step back? He does! He hits! He hits! And the Mavericks have won the game! Luka Doncic with a 30-footer to win it at the horn! And you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in to another episode of Morning Coffee with Mavs Step Back. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. You can find me on Twitter at Dalton underscore Trigg. You can find the pod account at Step Back Mavs. Be sure to keep an eye on that pod account on Twitter because later this week we are dropping a new t-shirt. It's got a Jaden Hardy silhouette on it with the hashtag free Jay Hardy. Uh, it's, it's a really cool design. We're putting the finishing touches on it now. Uh, I'm really excited to, you know, get that final final product and, you know, put it out there. I think y'all are really going to enjoy this one. It's probably going to be our biggest t-shirt hit since the uh since the Luca holding a holding a bat <laughs> after the Sun series. So, uh be sure to keep an eye on that, but whoo, man, what a last two games for the Dallas Mavericks. You know, they before that Warriors game Last week, they had really struggled. They had lost four in a row, uh, had lost like seven of their last ten, I think. Uh, And then they beat the Warriors. That one was kind of frustrating, but it was good that they were able to secure that win. Uh, They go on the road. They get completely embarrassed by the Detroit Pistons, uh, the worst team in the league, lost in overtime uh, despite having a chance to win it in regulation. Uh, and then they go to Madison Square Garden over the weekend in a 11.30 a.m. start against Jalen Brunson's New York Knicks, and things just click. It's the first blowout win in forever, you know, the <laughs> the least stressful win you can think of after being down, uh, you know, 13 early, I believe it was, 13 or 15 points early. They ended up being up by, like, 32 points uh, in the the third quarter of that game and ended up winning by 21 overall. Uh, That one was great to get a big win. Luka did his thing. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. stayed hot. And uh, Jaden Hardy even got some run uh, and scored his first NBA points. And then Luka did his thing where he got the ball after the game and presented it to him because Luke is a cool dude who, you know, always takes care of of those moments for rookies. So that was really cool. And then most recently, uh, last night, 
Monday night at American Airlines Center, the Phoenix Suns came to town. Chris Paul, he missed his, what I believe was his 11th straight game. Uh, but the Suns, you know, they're still, they haven't skipped a beat without Chris Paul. They're, they were number one in the West, 15-7 and seven coming in. Uh, and, the, and the Mavs, they know they can compete with the Suns team. You know, they last time they played them in the playoffs, they blew them out in game six and game seven. And then the first game of this season, in the season opener, they were up 22 points at one point, and they blew that lead and ended up losing by two. Uh, so in this one, they built a lead as big as, I want to say, 26. Uh, but, you know, it's just it just goes to show you that you know, maybe this Mavs team has the Suns number at this point. Uh, you know, they, they've been able to build these big leads against them for four straight games now, and maybe they have it figured out. And I don't know what the deal was with that season opening loss, but they obviously corrected that uh, and, you know, ended up winning 130-111. to 111. Uh, Now, given making three-pointers – is a big part of this because, you know, after subpar shooting from deep from a handful of guys over the first 20-plus games of the season, uh, it started to regress to the mean a little bit. Uh, You know, on on Monday night, they shot 20 of 41 from three, which is nearly 50%. Uh, Against the Knicks in that big blowout win, they hit 24 threes. Now, given the percentage wasn't as good because it was on <laughs> it was on sixty one uh, three point attempts, but <clears throat> yeah, it, it was great to see on Monday night against the Suns, uh, you know, hitting twenty threes for the second consecutive game, and the free throws that have been a big topic of discussion all season. Mavs near the bottom; they were like twenty ninth after that uh, after that horrific game against the Detroit Pistons where they shot uh, 14 of 29 from the free throw line in a six-point overtime loss. Uh, They dropped to 29th in the league on free throws. And against the Phoenix Suns on Monday, they shot 26 free throws and hit 22 of them. So 84.6%. That's much more like it. Uh, You know, that's that's what will get it done. Uh, So you'd think – Uh, with the Suns having DeAndre Ayton, that they would have a significant rebounding advantage. That was not the case. Uh, Each team had 41 rebounds. A lot of that has to do with effort, though. I mean, especially like with guys like Tim Hardaway Jr., you've seen an uptick in his aggression on the boards lately. Uh, Just overall, team rebounding has been better. Um and, yeah, the Mavs are on a roll. They've won three out of four. Uh, it's going to be a, a tough second night of the back, second night of a back-to-back uh, when they go to face the Denver Nuggets on Tuesday night because not only is it a second night of a back-to-back, it's the Mavs' third game in four nights, uh, and you're playing in the altitude in Denver. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it could be potentially be a bad night for the Mavs this could very well be a scheduled loss um but you know you never know what can happen I mean 
especially since the Mavs have figured out that, you know, Jaden Hardy is more than capable of, you know, doing some big things on the court. Uh, like I mentioned, he got his first action at Madison Square Garden, uh, scored five points in, I believe, seven minutes of action. And then uh, against the Suns, he just kind of got thrown in there for the last two minutes of the game when it was a blowout. And he made the absolute most of those two minutes. <laughs> he scored ten points uh, on four of five shooting from the field, two of two from free throws uh in just two minutes of play so that was crazy uh it was great to watch him uh go out there and do his thing it's great to watch his teammates react to him doing good stuff like his teammates know how good he is and how good he can become uh you know he's the number one scorer in the g league for the texas legends he's only 20 years old uh, he was the number 37, 37 pick uh, in the draft but as most people know by now he was the number one recruit coming out of high school uh, in 2021. And, you know, instead of going to college, he went to the G League Ignite, and it just didn't work out the same way, you know, he thought it would. So uh, I've had a lot of people tell me that, hey, you know, if he would have done like Shaden Sharp uh, with Portland Trailblazers and just, you know, sat out the year instead of uh, instead of going to the G League, he probably would have been a lottery pick, talking about Hardy. Uh, so, uh, I'm glad it worked out the way it did. The Mavs appear to have gotten a steal. And Jason Kidd has vowed to find playing time for Hardy going forward. Even, you know, Luca in his post-game press conference after the Suns game, he was asked about how ready he thought Hardy was. And, you know, Luca joked and said, oh, that's not my job. I just work here, yada, yada. Uh, but then he said that, you know, Hardy has shown that he is he is a really good player. And, look, he's a rookie. He's going to make mistakes. Uh, there's going to be defensive lapses. He still has to learn a lot on that end of the floor. But offensively, this dude has got it. He has got it. There, He is a natural-born scorer. He can score with contact. He can hit a mid-range. He can, you know, hit threes, uh, spot-up threes, step-back threes. I mean, it's just it's just effortless for this dude. He can move. He can do it with the ball. He can move off ball. I mean, this is the kind of guy that could really provide a spark for the Mavs in the second half of this season if something happens and he gets enough opportunity. So, I am very excited for the the Jaden Hardy party. Uh, again, those T-shirts are coming out soon. The hashtag Free Jay Hardy. T-shirt. It's kind of a play on the free Roddy B uh, shirts that Mike Fisher made back in the day, uh, but you know, a little bit more modernized, and I think everybody will like it. But we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility 
at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. But yeah, second night of back-to-back. Uh, we'll probably get to see some more Jaden Hardy minutes since it is the third game in four nights and he is, you know, shown that he can fill it up. Uh, we'll see how it goes. And Kimba Walker, he has been, you know, activated for the Mavs too. He hasn't made his debut yet, but what better time to do so when the team is on tired legs uh, in the altitude of Denver on the second night of a back-to-back. So uh, maybe we get uh, Kimba Walker, Jaden Hardy bench backcourt tonight. <laughs> uh, and we'll see how that goes. Because, look, by all accounts, our guy Grant Afseth, he tweeted this out the other day. Uh, but, you know, by all accounts, Kimba Walker has looked great. Uh, in his his workouts and his prep uh, to get back on the court. You know, he's been working out with the Texas Legends and everything uh, in preparation for his debut, and there's been concerns about his knee, but uh, by all accounts, it seems like he is ready to go, and I'm excited to see what he can provide uh, for this Mavs team because I don't think he's going to be a star. I don't think he's going to, you know, I don't think he's going to you know, blow the door, doors off or anything, but if he can just provide a little bit of stability, a little bit more stability to that second unit, especially when Luka goes to the bench, um, I think that will, you know, be worthwhile in itself. And uh, and by the way, I, I kind of gaffed on the uh, on the Suns record earlier. They were 16-7 and seven coming into last night's game against the Mavs. They're now 16-8 and eight after the loss. The Mavs improved to 12-11. and 11 on the year, uh, which is, you know, they're, they're above 500 again, which was, let's see, they were under 500 for about nine days. <laughs> so about, about a week and a half, they had dropped under 500, just weren't playing very good basketball. Uh, but they're, they seem to be back on track now. Um, and, Look, they're they're ninth in the West right now, so I mean it's not great, but you know in the loss column they're only uh, two games back of the Grizzlies, who are in the third spot. So you know if they if they get things rolling, then you know a couple weeks from now they'll be back up in that that top six in the West for sure. Uh, but you know, it's just, it's one of those things where you just, you wish the Mavs could get off to a faster start to avoid some of these, uh, some of these scenarios where they have to exert themselves and make a comeback in the second half of the season. And, uh, you'd like them to have a little bit of cushion, but you know how, you know what they say, it's, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And hopefully this is something that can be sustainable 
for the Mavs going forward, what they've found in these last, in three of these last four games. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, I, I still think they're eventually going to have to address a couple of things at the trade deadline. Uh, the Chicago Bulls situation is one I've written about on DallasBasketball.com. Grant Apseth has as well. Uh, that's a situation we're keeping our eye on. The Bulls are they're horrible this year. Uh, Nine and fourteen, very underwhelming. Uh, and this is a team that was you know supposed to be a title contender. They were supposed to be a title contender last year, and they fizzled out uh, toward the end of that year. And then so coming back this year, you know, fully healthy aside from uh, aside from Lonzo Ball being out, it's like okay, well. Are they going to get back on track? They added Goran Dragic, um, you know, and then it just hasn't panned out for them. And there's been tension between Zach Levine and uh, Bulls coach Billy Donovan. Uh, you know, it's really not even Zach Levine's team anymore. DeRozan, DeMar DeRozan has kind of taken over that spot. So uh, people have wondered if, if uh, Zach Levine is going to want out. And, I mean, look crazier things have happened i mean we've been pipe dreaming zach levine to the mavs for years now uh and you know we're approaching the territory of it being the most realistic (laughs) the most realistic time for something like that to happen uh if it is going to happen now it's still pipe dreamy it's not you know i'm not out here saying it's gonna happen but I'm just saying uh, you have to have a perfect storm of circumstances for stuff like that to happen, and I think we're approaching that territory. So um, even if it's not Zach Levine, the the Bulls situation overall is just so interesting to me. Like, uh, would we love to have Levine on the Mavs? Absolutely. Would we love to have DeMar DeRozan on the Mavs? I would. I think he'd be great as a second fiddle to Luka on this roster um you know and he's 33 years old so i mean it's not i mean he's putting up great numbers still at that age but i mean uh what with one more year left on his contract and 33 years old how much are you realistically going to get back for demar derozan if you're the chicago bulls um so alex caruso he's a you know he's like a rotation piece but he's a high energy guy i'd love to have him on the mavs uh vucevic eh, i mean i don't i wouldn't mind having him on the mavs but i think it would have to be like a package deal like if if he's coming to the mavs <laughs> i want one of levine or uh demar Derozan in that package as well so you know i don't know it's interesting I, i'm interested in seeing how the bulls uh, rebound or don't rebound from this really bad start heading into uh, the February trade deadline and we'll see if the Mavs can make a move because our guy Mark Stein over the summer you know when it got to uh, when it got close to free agency he made a report that the Mavs were weighing an option they were weigh- weighing their options of potentially you know entering the sign and trade bidding for Zach Levine so we know the Mavs like Levine, and we know that they've had interest there in the past, uh, and that was even after his his knee issues. So we'll see if you know they kind of try to wedge their foot in the door, so to speak, 
uh, as the trade deadline nears. That, that would be pretty cool to finally have a true second star next to Luka. And, you know, given Levine's uh, recent knee issues paired with his uh, big contract, I mean, he's still young, but given the knee issues and the big contract, I think he could be a second star that the Mavs could actually afford without, you know, completely completely selling the farm, so to speak. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. Um, some other notes from Mavs Suns that I didn't get to earlier. Uh, so I mentioned that Jaden Hardy scored 10 points in two minutes. Uh, that was one point less than what Devin Booker, Booker scored in 30 minutes. Booker had 11 points in 30 minutes on 4 of 13 shooting. Just an awful night for D-Book. Uh, and Jaden Hardy came in the last two minutes of the game and nearly outscored what Booker did for the entire uh, game for Phoenix. Uh, DeAndre Ayton led the way for Phoenix with 20 points uh, and 8 rebounds. The Suns had, let's see, one, two, four of their five starters scored in double digits, and then they had three guys off the bench scoring double digits too, and Damian Lee, Landry Shamit, and Josh Akogi. Uh So they had balanced scoring across the board overall, but, man, they just they had no answers uh, for the Mavs offense, uh, which put up 23 or made 23s uh, for the second straight game. Tim Hardaway Jr. kept his hot shooting going. He finished with 17 points in just 23 minutes as a starter. Uh, shot 6 of 12 from the field, 5 of 9 from 3. Uh, had a couple of assists in there, a steal, 3 rebounds. So, good overall game for Tim Hardaway Jr. again. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, he didn't shoot the ball well. It was only 5 of 15 from the field. Got blocked at the rim a handful of times by Aiton. Uh, but he finished with uh, 21 points in 28 minutes. Luca led the way, as he always does, by scoring 33 points. Uh, he had eight assists, six rebounds, two blocks, and a steal. You know, he's been getting his defensive stats every single night this year. Very, very improved defensive player. Uh, and in 29 minutes, he scored those 33 points on 12 of 20 shooting. Uh, the efficiency just stays incredible for Luca on a nightly basis and his three-point shooting is having an uptick as well uh, he shot four of nine from three-point range so it's been really encouraging to see this regression to the mean across the board with some of these guys shooting threes Dorian Finney-Smith he's still struggling uh, you know Reggie Bullock he's still struggling but you know if those two guys can even get a slight uptick toward what their career averages are, uh, you know, the Mavs are going to continue to have big-time wins like this. And, look, even if they don't, I mean, guys like Josh Green, you know, he Josh Green in 31 minutes against the Suns, he was 6 of 7 from the field uh, and was a team high, plus 26, had 16 points. So, I mean, Josh Green has become a play, a real big-time player for the Mavs uh you know the stats aren't always going to be eye-popping as far as the points you know 16 points isn't you know huge huge but based on how the first two years of Green's career have gone it's pretty incredible 
Uh, and he has been he has just been such a bright spot for this team this year. And thank goodness because like I said, with Finney Smith and Bullock, you know, struggling the way they have, they needed a boost uh with their wing depth. So shout out to Josh Green. He's been amazing. He's gonna be a key part of this team, you know, going forward and uh it's great to see him continue his positive progression. Uh and then last but not least, Christian Wood uh, 27, point, 27 minutes off the bench, uh, shot 6 of 12 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3, uh, had 9 rebounds, 5 assists, and 18 points in those 27 minutes. So really nice game from Christian Wood. He, he seems to play very well against the Phoenix Suns. He played well against them on opening night, and there was that big debate about whether he should have you know, finish the game, and if the Mavs would have held on to their lead, if he had, uh, but you know, he he got to finish against the Suns in this one, and the Mavs ended up taking care of business. So, uh, overall, great stuff for the Mavs right now. They seem to be back on track. We'll see if that continues against Denver, and we will be back on here to recap the next handful of games uh, later this week. So. Guys, I appreciate it. Y'all be sure to go like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That really helps us out. Uh, And like I said, be on the lookout for those uh, Jaden Hardy t-shirts that are coming out later this week. Guys, appreciate it. Y'all have a great rest of your Tuesday. We'll see you next time. Y'all have a good one. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.